The biggest thing that happened when I lost my virginity was, no, not that I enjoyed myself. It was that my mother threw out all my push-up bras and looked at me as though I were a 17-year-old whore of Babylon. My mother was a fascinating woman. Growing up with her was like being Vasco da Gama, trying to navigate around Cape Horn without a map. You never knew if you'd find spices or a shipwreck. She was married to my stepfather, an older guy, but also a schmillionaire, which I guess made up for his endless pontificating and wrinkly neck. I didn't realize how much she itched to get away from him until one day she forgave me for my virginity misplacement and actually made me her girlfriend. I thought it was a cool idea until I found out why. I had to be her co-conspirator in a fairly devious plan. Unbeknownst to me, my mother had taken a secret lover, Mort. Here's what we'll do, she said. Make sure your stepfather's listening, and then say to me, isn't it time that we visited Aunt Sheila and Grandma Fran? And then I'll say to you, great idea. That way, we can both pretend to be visiting relatives while I go to Mort's and you go be with what's-his-name. Wow, I guess this meant we were going to be whores of Babylon together. <laughs> Thanks to my mother's tutelage, lying became second nature to me. I actually lied to my shrink, so she would think I was more interesting. I made up dreams when I didn't have any. I embellished on my fear of foreskins. <laughs> Not surprisingly, after years of therapy, I wore mostly black and remained a loyal fan of Sylvia Plath. When I hit 25, I was called upon to tell a lie that was so blatant and absurd, I never thought I'd get away with it. I was living with Peter, a truly perfect guy, almost a PhD, and I thought I'd marry him. The problem was, I met another man, Michael, who already had a steady living girlfriend but was brimming over with sexuality. He focused this brimming on me I resisted as hard as I could, but finally I succumbed. We started our affair explosively and very clandestinely. When I'd be gone for three gaping hours, I would say to Peter, I lost my car in the parking lot, or I had to get measured for orthotics. <laughs> as to why I was showering so much, a flu was going around and germophobia was my strongest trait after obsessive-compulsive disorder and short-term memory loss. The seismic shift in this precarious double life occurred when my, my, my lover, Michael, found a guru. He was a charismatic guy who vowed to save Michael from being reincarnated as a wildebeest or a fig. But first, Michael had to be worthy, not just wear hemp, but also rid himself of all falsity. Michael told me we had to come clean and tell our respective mates about our affair. I was appalled. Michael may have been sexually brimming, but Peter was perfect, almost a PhD, 
and I was supposed to marry him. I insisted on meeting Michael at his woodsy ashram place to discuss his horrendous plan, having my own secret agenda, which entailed falling him or killing him. <laughs> he outdid me. He went behind my back and summoned Peter and his own living girlfriend to show up at the ashram place at the same time. I was undone. There we all were, me, him, and our respective mates, sitting on thin rugs, when Michael took a deep cleansing breath and started to tell Peter and his own girlfriend about our sexual foibles. I trembled, sweat dripping from my armpits to my knees, and blurted out a whopper of a fabrication. I found myself feigning astonishment that Michael could invent such an absurd story. <laughs> Clearly, he was fantasizing about having an affair with me. Fantasizing about having an affair didn't mean having one. It just meant his newfound guru had rendered him psychotic. <laughs> As I blabbered on, Michael stared at me, so shocked at my lying tongue, he was rendered speechless. His girlfriend stared at Michael, so torn between fight and flight, she was also lost she had also lost the ability to speak. And Peter stared at me also silent, riddled with confusion. I had been taking a lot of showers after all. I, play, I plowed on as though if I stopped, I'd lose all my courage and be remanded to the horror of Babylon jail forever, draped in veils, smelling of myrrh. I declared Michael a man one could only pity, someone who derived some aberrant pleasure from defaming a perfectly guileless woman. He was like the nutjob man on our street corner who talked to Jesus through his aluminum hat when he wasn't on the phone with the Pentagon. <laughs> Finally, I stopped. I waited for a response from Peter, focusing on him with a gaze of unassailable innocence, my heart secretly beating like a caged hummingbird. He wavered, but in the end, I did it. He believed me. Eventually, Peter and I broke up. It was because my lie had been so egregious, so damaging, I felt I wasn't worthy of his love. Lying was ruinous to Peter, but mostly to myself. Over time, I gathered every scintilla of bravery and changed my ways. I said to my mother, I only tell the truth now. She said to me, so do I. That makes two of us. I was stunned. Could it be, could it actually be, that while I was on a vacation, she had found a moral compass? I hugged her goodbye, a real hopeful hug. As I headed out, I heard her calling after me, leave through the back door, will you? Ted, her new paramour, will be here soon, and if he sees you, he'll know how old I am. Uh-oh. Maybe my mother only told the truth every other Thursday. I shuddered a little, like mother, like daughter. This was not the version of myself I wanted to be. I told myself to remain chipper. Your mother doesn't have to be your role model. I mean, if Medea's kids had moved in with a the neighbor, they might have made it into their teens. 
I had wanted my mom to be my role model, but I was all grown up now and had to forge my own path. If I tried hard enough, maybe I could be a role model for my own daughter, Samantha. I really did want her to avoid the damage lies can do. I looked at her when she was a baby and smiled into her eyes. I wanted her to know that miracles do happen. She was one, and so was I. I mean, look at me. I went from being the lying whore of Babylon to the loyal wife of her wondrous father and a dedicated teller of the truth. Thank you.